Dear Jazzy. The following program is intended for mature adults over the age of 18. If you are not a patron looking for information on sex, relationships, and gender, please visit scarletteen.org. Nothing said on this show is a replacement for official medical advice. Trust me. Last time I checked, no one here is a doctor. Welcome back to Dear Jazzy, episode 60. The show where we answer all of life's kinky questions. I am your host, Jasmine Starshine. And I'm your co-host, Fonnie ABDL. Fonnie, welcome back to the show. How have you been? I've been pretty darn good. I had some good news this week, so I'm riding my high. Oh, good. Fun. What happened? If I can ask. Oh, yeah, for sure. It's just uh, I got a official interview invite for a full-time job, finally. Ooh. So we're not going on wood for that one. Nice. That's very exciting. Mm-hmm. So, oh god. Mm-hmm. First yawn. Starting early. No! <laughs> Starting early. Get off on your bingo sheets. I know. Everyone get out your bingo sheets. It is in the pinned... <laughs> it's in the pins for this channel. Um, <laughs> but no, I, I'm, I'm really glad to hear that you're doing well and good news. We got some good news back on the Starshine home front as well in regards to, like, adulting stuff and new opportunities for income and all that good stuff without giving away too many personal details and everything. So, yeah. yeah. So, uh, getting right into it, we have a, uh, Patreon to talk about. And in the $1 vanilla tier, if you can't hear how hard I'm trying to stifle my yawns, because let me tell you something. I am, your girl is very fatigued just from like doing life stuff, but it's all going to pay off and be great. So this is good tired. Uh, in the $1 vanilla tier, we have Damia, Fluffy Nate, Gosh Cheeks, uh, Ginpin, Panda Bear, Race Star, Red Panda Nobby, and Tone Cluster. I can't one breath the $1 anymore. Look at that. Uh, $1 gets you a username. Shout out, by the way. In the five dollar tier, which gets you a username shout out as well as some pics of yours truly in uh, a nude state, as it were. We have Amy Michael, Bliss Bunny, Brya Casa, Juicebox, Maxi Skywalker in the Starling family. In the ten dollar fascist tier, which gets you some video content of me and a extended shout out along with everything else. We have Ishi, let's call me Joe, who writes, shout out to Jazzy for making JazzCon a reality. More on that later. And shout out to Jessica, baby girl supreme, for being a delightful presence in the server. Cute. Uh, Lucy, who says, be who you're meant to be. Don't go changing to please others unless you're changing your diaper. Aww. Um, Aww. Aww. Katrina, who writes, a diaper trans commies gotta stick together. Absolutely. And Scotia. In the $15 center tier, which gets you some co-directorial rights in the footage. We have Kaneko, who writes, thank you, princess, for keeping me safe all night. Precious. And in the $20 deviant tier, which gets you all the below, including your name written on me for content, we have Daddy Gray, who I believe did not send in a shout out. I'm just, I'm scrolling through our chat now. I'm going to go with no. So Daddy Gray loves his baby. That's his, like, that's his stand-in shout-out. Uh, Jamie Bell, who writes, A bean is the seed of one of several genera of the flowering plant family, Fellatio, which are used as vegetables for human and, and or animal food. That was a very, very Wikipedia-sounding sentence. Joe, 
and Sluggy. Thank you all so much for contributing and everything. Um, I, I said it earlier in the server, but everyone is really doing like, I, I can't put into words how much every person who listens and downloads and contributes to the Patreon is actively changing my life. And I can't say thank you enough. So thank you for being here and coming along for the ride. A uh, lot more to come. Oh, Sluggy just sent me her shout out. Uh, all caps, come. So there, <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Plus. So some community announcements, as uh, Joe alluded to. Uh, Dear JazzCon is officially a thing that is on the books. You can check out the details on that in the Dear JazzCon 2021 uh, channel in our Discord server, which you can join by sending me or Fani a DM or emailing me, dearjazzypodcast at gmail.com. Um, it is from September 3rd through September 5th. That's Labor Day weekend for those of us in the U.S. Um, at Kalahari Water Park and Resort, we were able to book ourselves a really nice three-bedroom suite room for up to 12 of us to just splash around in the water park and the outdoor water park. And there's like mini golf and laser tag and food and all of us are going to be there. So it's going to be one hell of a time. If you're fully vaccinated, check it out. Uh, and also there's no ticket cost. It's just the room split because we want to keep it fair and everything. So check that out that the, the form to sign up is officially up in the server and available. Uh, the other thing is really quickly, I'm not going to sit on this too much because it's not like officially starting yet, but from a uh, anonymous sponsor to the show, we are actually going to do a giveaway of a full case of ABU. Uh, and that's oh, going wow. to be starting pretty soon here. And that's really, really exciting. Um, that's officially going to be announced with more fanfare on my Twitter uh, with like graphics and all that fun stuff and everything. So I'm going to release details on that uh, in a little bit. Fani, that is all the business I have to attend to at the start of the show. Do you want to take the first question? Absolutely. We are just hopping right into questions tonight uh, for a nice, quick, tidy show. Uh, the first one is from Ko. Uh, Named here Magical Nianjal Co. Oh, that is so cute. Pronoun she, her. Who says, dear beautiful beans. Not that kind sky, she says. <laughs> uh, I finally started playing with makeup and I dig it. Any tips? Go-to brands? Especially for casual and natural goth and punk stuff. Thank you in advance from a kitten who got into someone's makeup bag. Well, I am not huge on on makeup just because my gender expression is pretty, like like andro and pretty like alt and punky uh by default but the uh the makeup i have always used um specifically because marilyn manson and lady gaga always used it for years and i got hit with that celebrity marketing from an early age is mac cosmetics and they are unfathomably expensive but they are really high quality and last a long time um, if you want a more fair trade company that doesn't test on animals, uh, Sephora is a really, really great resource. And also they're a lot friendlier and a lot more affordable. I've really been trying to like transition to Sephora 
away from Mac and everything. Uh, so definitely check those out. When it comes to goth and punk, I cannot understate the importance of just a black pencil eyeliner. You just hit the waterline, hit your wings. Uh, if you want extra bonus points, make yourself cry and smudge it around for extra emo points and then reapply another line on the waterline right on top of that. And it's just like, mm, perfect emo. Uh, Sephora is beautiful and trans affirming. And now without the internet dying, now we can talking stick. <laughs> okay. It's my turn. Uh, yes. I've been doing the same makeup for about six or seven years now. Um, so my tips would be kind of bad cause I don't really experiment all that often. Uh, I can say though, that whenever you're trying to figure out like what looks good around your eyes and uh, what looks good on the rest of your face, it is kind of important to understand what sort of face you have. Like if you've got nice big expressive eyes and there's a whole lot of space on your eyelids and everything, then it's totally fine to go overboard with the eyeliner and just go nuts with it. But if you do have smaller eyes, you might want to be a little little more conservative with your eyeliner and maybe just keep it on the top lid and just do mascara or something like that and mm -hmm. bring out the dimension in your face by using highlighters and glitters and stuff. Um, MAC Cosmetics is fantastic for like getting your beginner stuff. Uh, whenever you're picking out your eye colors from them, everything is in its own individual little package. So you can just get just blue or just red and just like mix and match that way instead of having to like go to a store and pick up a palette with like 18 different colors and then not use half of them, uh, which I am very guilty of. Uh, I'm trying to fix that, though. I have this Anastasia Beverly Hills um, palette called Norvina and I absolutely love it. Um, I would recommend kind of experimenting with two or three different colors before you spring for like a big palette. Um, cause it's, it's always good to like know what works on you and what you're going to be, um, dipping into more than other colors. Right. Mm -hmm. I've got some stuff that's just like dying in my other makeup container just cause I never touch it. I recommend starting small. Uh, there are other brands that I can recommend for everyone. Uh, I like ELF. ELF stands Elf for Eyes, great. Lips, Face. Yeah. Um, I love their products. They are very affordable. You can get them at most of your drugstores. Um, and I use this one almost daily. This is like a little contour powder thingy, but I use it for everything. Very and nice. then there's another shop that I found just recently that has really fantastic products and I love supporting them because it's a black owned business um, and they're called Beauty Bakery and everything Ooh. that they do is all like candy and sweets themed it's a face and body palette in my hand here and the packaging is pink and mint and it's called Scoops Elysee uh, nice. which is a play on the Champs Elysee from France and they're all sparkly. I love Cute. them. You touched and on then, a really good... Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, no, I was just going to continue on different brands that I like. <laughs> I like supporting um, brands that just seem to know what they're doing and aren't going to try to shill stuff with all sorts of fillers and other crap in it so that they're wasting your money. Mm -hmm. Like, I love Fenty, which is Rihanna's cosmetics brand because, like, everything that she does is very pigmented. You know that you're not paying for fillers and junk in your cosmetics. 
And what I was going to say is, um, you touched on a really, really good point is, um, because I struggle with that too, is, oh, this palette is great for these three colors and then not touching the rest of the palette. And so whenever I get a chance to build my own palette, I get super hype about that. Yeah. Yeah. And Mac is great for that. Like you can get these little containers that are just flat um, and the little pans of color pop into that container Mm -hmm. so that you can fully customize what you keep in your makeup bag. So cool. Mm-hmm. So yeah, are we ready to do the next one? I think so. Okay. And this it's is, your turn to read. Yes, it is. This is from Frankenskank. Pronouns she, her, dear Jasmine Taz, and History Channel's Fawn Stars. Are there any? Uh, are there any particularly memorable or wacky moments of fandom drama? That you have seen, it could be furry, ABDL, art, emo, hardcore, whatever fandoms you've been a part of. This is going to be good. I'm going to let you go first because I need some time to think on it. Oh my gosh. Uh, There's been just so much drama over the years that I've kind of like had to self-therapy myself on to be like, stop it. Stop thinking about it. Just stop thinking about that thing. Um... I try to keep up with the, the Lolita community, so I end up hearing a lot of the drama in there, and a lot of it revolves around people on YouTube doing uh, Lolita tutorials while they have absolutely no freaking clue what Lolita is. Mm. So whenever they do it, they end up like kind of making a fool of themselves and being like, Ugh, this Lolita thing is stupid, or then they'll like put up their finished product and people will come in and be like, you're literally wearing a Santa costume. That's not Lolita. Wearing I'm a Lolita Santa. Costume. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then uh, there was one that was recent where a girl um, put together a YouTube video tutorial. Um, and I can't exactly remember their name right now, but it was fairly recent. And yeah, it was just that where she did this tutorial. She had no idea what she was doing. Um, and she ended up wearing like this off the shoulder little um pink velvet thing that she got off of aliexpress or something oh god and took a bunch of photos of it and then uploaded it being like i tried lolita for the first time and then you know people came in and were like i just wanted to let you know that this isn't really lolita glad that you tried but can we help you uh and then the person doubled down and was like the lolita community is so mean they're so awful they're so gatekeepy and it became this back and forth where they just kept doubling down and eventually like uh, claimed that they had PTSD from dealing with the Lolita community. Oh boy. Yeah. Oh boy. Oh boy. So. <laughs> What's yours? <laughs> so in the emo community, back when Onision, aka Onion Boy, McScud's Lord. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that was like. Oh, <laughs> did you actually just wretch into your Tom Collins? <laughs> It was it was supposed to be a fake one, but then <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> for a minute in the early 2010s, Onision made videos making fun of the emo scene, and in response, a bunch of emo kids were like, "Oh my god, we love Onision so much! Oh my god, groom me!" And he did. And as we know, Onision <laughs> is a pedophile. Um, 
And so that was just the source of drama for fucking years is one big half of the emo alternative scene going, fuck Onision. And then the other half going, no, we love him. And then, and then Chris Hansen got involved and said, fuck Onision. And then all of us said, oh yeah. Um, some other drama was about the, um, if any emos out there are familiar with the term my digital escape, I'm sorry that you had a shitty teenagerhood like I did. There was um, the big drama between Brian stars and Johnny Gilbert and the rest of them. And if you know, if you, if you know, you know, Johnny Gilbert is a good boy and Brian stars is called Mr. Snake um, for good reason. For the 2015 Vans Warped Tour, all of the announcements and a lot of the media coverage was done through Brian Stars and the remaining people in my digital escape. And it was just like awkward and cringy. And it's just like, because Brian is like blonde hair, blue eyes, short, curly, white boy fro, maybe about 100 pounds soaking wet. And it's like, hi, guys, what's up? Welcome back to the Warp Tour announcement videos. And it's like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> Coming up next on the Warp Tour, Matchbook Romance. And then would play a clip of Matchbook Romance, which are great, by the way, and you should look them up and listen to them. And it was like, oh, God, Brian, why did they choose you? So that was some drama. Furry, furry is in a constant state of drama, so I'm not even going to touch that. But uh, when it comes to ABDL drama, I think the best one is one that I personally am involved in and have skinned the game for. And that is when ADISC went through the great exodus of 2010. And that is when, or 2011, I think. That is when they purged all minors from the website because so many mm -hmm. of us were getting groomed and harassed by the moderation team and i was one of them and it was just like oh yikes so i've talked about that on the show before thankfully no one has come to me and be like you're the reason why it is no one has like come at me about that yet and it's like uh i prefer to keep it that way but also that was some flaming hot tea funny Balance it out. Give us some more tea from your circles. Oh, my goodness. I feel bad talking about drama because I'm like, oh, I don't really want to, like, drag this up again. Just because, like, anything close to the ABDL fandom, some of us here probably know about. Mm -hmm. uh, there was. Okay, so it, we don't I'm going to I'm gonna tell a story. And people who know what's up, um, please don't say anything. But there was a time back in the day where I was friends with a couple of uh, artists who got to be part of like the big kids club in the paid websites. And after a while of hanging out with some of these people, they decided one of them in particular decided that they weren't really a fan of me. And I don't really blame them. I was a little shit at that point <laughs> in my life. We all unmedicated. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> we're medicated now. So we're a little bit better, but uh, that bridge was burned back in the day and uh years and years go by and I don't really know exactly what's up like they just kind of like quietly exited my life and went about their business and I was like oh that's cool but also they had access to all these wonderful opportunities that I just kept getting pushed out of and I was like hmm something's funky so I 
went to them and I talked to them and I said, Hey, it's been a long time. Uh, I just wanted to know like, what's up? How's it going? I noticed that there was something funky and I just wanted to check with you just to make sure that there wasn't anything like bad happening. Uh, and then they were like, yeah, actually for the longest time I've been furious with you. And I was like, Oh, pardon me. Good Lord. Um, would have liked to know about that years ago yeah, when I was still trying to, to like break into like, the big kids clubs um, and knowing that you were the reason why I kept getting pushed out of them. And then, yeah, it was, it was a long sort of while where I was like kind of reeling from that conversation being like, what do you, what do you mean you've been furious at me? But then like with that conversation, we just kind of like totally split and blocked each other and we're like, okay, now I understand uh not happy about it but i understand um and i thought that would be like the be all and end all like okay i know what's up i can talk to the right people and be like hey this person doesn't like me hopefully you don't have any hard feelings for me because i've never done anything wrong to you uh but it turns out that this one person had gossiped about me to the point where no one in this big kids club wanted anything to do with me oh fuck them right um and I just kind of to like come to terms with it and be like, well, I guess that's not a group for me. And if I, even if I did break into there, they'd probably be really mean to me anyway. So I don't want that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so sometimes goes by and eventually I get fed up with being kept out of certain groups. Um, I ended up talking to this one fella uh, from kind of in that group. And we had a, a, a voice conversation, me and another friend of mine and this one fella um, had a chat one night, just like over Skype or whatever we were using back then. And I just kind of like lamented the fact that I kept getting pushed out of these groups. And I was like, yeah, that one guy who I used to be friends with a long time ago, who ended up being furious with me, I really wish we could be friendlier. I really do wish we could be civil with each other. Um, But the fellow that I was talking to, allegedly he was sleepy during this conversation. Um, So shortly after I kind of mentioned that, he was like, oh, I think it's time for bed for me. I'm going to head out. Good night. Oh, boy. He then took my information that I told him and completely skewed it and... um, for the, the things that I actually said, I had someone there with me who can vouch for what I said, right? Um, but this fella who was sleepy went to his friends who were part of the big kids club and said, Fawny just shit talked everyone. She said so many horrible things about everyone to me. And one thing led to another and the friend that I was with who could vouch for me ended up losing some of his friendships because they were like, I can't believe you would tell anyone these horrible, horrible things. I didn't know that you were that sort of a person. And they ended up like cutting off their contact with him, even though like he did absolutely nothing. And it was just this one fella who was telling lies. And I ended up getting some blowback from it uh, for people being like i can't believe you would say that and i was like okay hey i didn't why would i in the first place this is a a, like a dead issue um 
And that, that's the point where I shut down all of my accounts and left the internet for a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then I came back and now everything's better and I met Jazzy and now we're here. Hey. So that's that's my tea. And now we're now uh, we're the cooler kids. And apparently I caused a rift at that point when I said this this one individual uh who gate kept everything from me for a very long time uh was my bully. Oops is literally a bully though it sounds like the cool mm-hmm. kids burnt down their own treehouse and then cried about it yeah we're like a good amount of people were now buying them warily but like their fans were still their fans of course and i'm like okay whatever death of the artist you can like whatever you like skywalker ranch in the chat said y'all ever seen mean girls mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You were Lindsay Lohan in that situation. You were the one that got completely oh, no. screwed over by fucking Regina and the rest of the <laughs> bitch club. Yeah, I always thought I was Regina. Turns out I'm not. Maybe no. I'm more Gretchen. Gretchen. There's a 30% <laughs> chance it's already raining. <laughs> For those who aren't in the live show, I absolutely just grabbed my my left tit and like did the thing that Gretchen Wieners does in Mean Girls. If you know, you know. All right. <laughs> so that's the, that's the drama question. Um, but yeah, I'm just going to wrap that up and. Yeah. We're not going to turn this into drama alert diaper edition. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, this next one was posted by me, but came from red Panda Nebby uh, pronouns. He, him and they, them asks what is your favorite emo band thank you so much for asking (laughs) um fuck i have so many emo bands that i'm a huge fan of um i think obviously it goes without saying but my chemical romance is all the way at the top i worship at the altar of gerard way every night before i go to sleep and his specter tucks me and makes sure i have good dreams um I'm not huge on Fallout Boy just because I feel they slide more into like the pop punk category. Same thing with Panic. Like I like them, but they're not like my absolute top. In their place, I'm a huge, huge Thrice fan and also AFI. Um, I changed my legal name actually to include one of the the first names of one of the AFI members. And I literally changed my legal name to be an homage to AFI. I I adore that band. And Thrice, um, they did the song Artist in the Ambulance, which is um, one of my favorite fucking songs ever and got me through a really rough time in my life, which is when um, my, my um, engagement fell through and just going through therapy and like unraveling the abuse and all that stuff. And then also Silverstein was right there with it. Um, especially Silverstein, uh, with their songs about abuse. I love senses fail. I can't believe I haven't mentioned them. Matchbook romance is another fantastic fucking underrated emo band. Taking back Sunday is pretty good. I'm more of a brand new fan, but brand new is fronted by a pedophile sad face. Um, but I will never not get down to the quiet things that no one ever knows. Um, if you've not heard Law Dispute, listen to King Park and become entranced with Law Dispute. Um, 
the fall of Troy is what I was trying to remember. If you're into like math rock in Midwest emo, they're fucking fantastic. Their song FCP remix was in guitar hero. You probably recognize it. Um, obviously you can't be emo without getting down to rites of spring. And then also some getting into the Gothic roots being the cure. And the cure is also one of my all time favorite bands. that have gotten me through so much. And, also kind of like kind of skirting the line. All the alternative subgenres are so close together to each other. I'm also going through nine inch nails in there as well, just because they absolutely fit like the Gothic prelude to what emo became. A lot of people also say Fugazi was emo. I agree with them in like the emotional hardcore sense. And then also Weezer's second album Pinkerton is one of the most important emo records in my opinion. So that is that is my dissertation on emo music. That's quite comprehensive. Thank you. I try. <clears throat> I love emo kid mm-hmm. music. Mm-hmm. And that was a really good question for you. I, I saw this. I was like, oh, yes, I got so excited. Mm-hmm. What are your favorite emo bands? Uh, it's been a couple of years. Uh, so I have to ask, is Kids Bop an emo band? Kids Bop is absolutely an emo band. Yes. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Um, but also way back in the day, I used to listen to a lot of good Charlotte. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's some good shit. And I, I think that's, that's the extent of it for me. Like that's my emo like that's where I dipped my toe in and then took it out and never looked back for some reason. That's fair. <laughs> a lot of the emos in our neighborhood were also into new metal and and hung out with the new metal kids. So like Corn and System of a Down and Slipknot, Limp Biscuit, um, that whole scene. Did you ever dip your toes in there? Oh, I was definitely more of a metal kid. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, tell us about that. Uh, so I was kind of very like base level metal where I was like, I don't really have money for iTunes and I don't have, uh, like a MP3 player that can hold more than 80 songs. Mm-hmm. So it was a lot of Ramstein. Oh, fuck. We yeah. listened to a lot of Ramstein back in the day. Good so if you play sure. Duhast, I'm like, yeah, I know all the words to this. <laughs> very nice. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> German band. How could I forget Tokyo Hotel? They're so, oh, yeah. I love them. They're so cute. I love them. Uh, they mm-hmm. went more electronic in their later work and not too big on that. But I will never not get down to Monsoon. That song fucking slaps. Yeah. Oh, there was a band back in the day that I used to listen to. And I maybe it's emo. Maybe it's more just sad boy music. Um, but they're called the Rasmus. That's and I used to... Me. to I I fuck with the Rasmus. They were like myself and my best friend, who is still my best friend. We've been best friends since middle school. Um, they mostly play in Scandinavia and Brazil. Nice. <laughs> Very specifically, Scandinavia yes. and Brazil. Like Brazil said, come to Brazil. And they were like, okay. And they said, yes. Um, yeah. And uh, so I do really like the Rasmus and I still follow most of the band members on their social medias and they're just cool dudes. Nice. Mommy Katrina asked, can we talk about rice against? Mm-hmm. We can absolutely talk go for about, it. We can absolutely talk about rice against and have, and how they're so good. 
Um, she writes, The Good Left Undone was the first secular song I ever heard. It was so incredibly influential in my life. That is something I'll absolutely echo is the first secular song I ever heard was Miss Murder by AFI. Um, when it came out, um, it came out as a single way before December Underground came out, and I had never heard anything like it. That's the closest thing I had heard was um, Still Remains and Under Oath, which I still love Under Oath, um, and like Christian hardcore and Christian metal bands. Um, specifically under oath is so fucking chaotic and amazing. Um, define the great line and breathing in a new mentality are two fantastic, like musical journeys that you should go on. They are very visceral and very screamy. That's actually like where I learned to inhale and exhale scream was with under oath and also bring me the horizon. <laughs> How did I not mention Bring Me the Horizon and I claim to be an emo kid? What the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) I fucking love Bring Me the Horizon. Their early work slaps. Everything up to Sempaternal is gold. I'm not a huge fan of almost anything past Sempaternal except for Drown, the single. But everything from uh, Count Your Blessings up through Sempaternal is awesome especially suicide season that album is amazing i'm sorry i got really excited <laughs> this is, should, is a good question this is on the bingo sheet under the special interest uh square so you can go ahead and mark that off <laughs> uh do you want to take the next one? Oh, uh, stop okay i'm trying to get through this uh interface here and it's just it was fighting me while you do All right, that, this next question is from, yes. While you do that, Mama Katrina, Red is fantastic. Uh, they had the guitarist from Korn as one of the members for a hot minute. All right, talking stick, okay. sorry. Okay, I am firmly grasping the talking stick. Firmly grasping. Uh, this is from Little Pet Sloggy with 100% E, Chronoshi Her, who asks, Dear Jazz Jazz and Fawn Fawn. Do you have a favorite type of music when you're littling or anything equivalent? Or is your taste in music the same when you're not littling? From ooh, ooh sluggy buggy. What if I told you my taste in music is exactly the same when I'm in little space? Oh, yeah. Same here. Oh, yeah. There is uh, specifically an artist on iTunes. Uh, sorry, not iTunes. On Spotify, but also on all the other platforms as well. Called Sparrow Sleeps. And I've talked about them in the past. And they do cover albums of of musicians, but with lullaby instrumentation. So they do Nine Inch Nails, and it's closer, but with, like, a harp and glockenspiel and just, like, little, like, jingly bells. And it's, like, so chill, and I fall asleep to it a lot. And, like, there's one for AFI and MCR and thrice and like some like really obscure shit that you would not expect has a sparrow sleeps one there's also a uh, twinkle twinkle little rock star which is equally good and also both of those have um some pop music in there as well but sparrow sleeps is very much more aimed towards um the alternative music scene um, so I listen to those a lot for like my little space music. 
um, I know that Sparrow Sleeps just put out a MGK cover album and they did the entirety of Tickets to My Downfall. And it is so, so good. Vitamin String Quartet is also fantastic for Little Space. I see you uh, in the chat there. I had so many of their albums when I was like in middle school. They were great. Uh, Fonny, how about mm-hmm. you? My taste in music does not change uh, ever at all. It's usually the same five bands on a loop until I get sick of one and have to swap it out for another one. Um, right now, I've been listening to a lot of uh, Mad at the World. Everything sucks. Mostly the patriarchy sorts of music. Fuck yeah. Um, yeah, like Birds of the Poison by Marina, which I uh, mentioned a little earlier, is one of those... Um, everything sucks we're we're killing everything can we stop sorts of songs so i highly recommend it it's a bop i can fuck with um but for like little and middle yeah i i love the cutesy um ghibli music yeah 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 i love ghibli music for like just chill um chill days and uh kids pop is always a good one to torture other people with unless you're a little or a middle who actually likes it there was um at last capcon uh, they were blasting um baby shark during one of the dances and people were turning up to it i was not mm. turning up to it but people were turning up to it and i respect people's ability to turn up to um <laughs> to baby shark and that makes me I think have to... oh yeah keep going no 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 that was it oh okay uh i was going to ask I wonder if Baby Shark at Little's conventions is the same as Caramel Dancing at anime conventions. I think it is. I or think you love absolutely. to... Yeah, you, you hate to love it, but it's there. Okay, but Smell DK's Butterfly and anime oh, yes. convention. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Alexi says just... absolutely. Um, also... If you're unaware, Alexi is one of the head honchos of Capcom. So we're the fucking cool kids here at the Dear Jazzy podcast. I just dabbed at the camera. You didn't see it because you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> I keep interrupting you. I'm sorry. Oh, it's all good. Okay. I will firmly grasp the talking stick again. Mm. Just for just for one more point. Uh, yes. I just I just want to defend Caramel Dancing as the ultimate anime convention song because it's got one dance move and everyone knows it. I'm doing yep. it. The, <laughs> Again, the you did. Yep. The head, and then the hips from side to side. That's it. Are there actually more like dance moves to Carmel dancing or is it just that? Uh, as far as I know, it's just that because it was uploaded back in the day with just that one animation on a loop back when YouTube videos were very simple. Yep. Literally just, five frames of animation and you're good. Yeah. I feel like it'd be really funny to commission someone for a Carmel Dance animation of Jazzy and then upload it to Twitter and watch people go like, I'm turning to dust (laughs) in real time. (laughs) And then my Gen Z followers go like, what the fuck is this? (laughs) And I'll be like, this is my boomer meme. (laughs) Yeah. Girl, I'm older than you. I know. I I yeah, know. when you say you turn into dust, um. <laughs> yeah, and also the you know it's funny because I do have a lot of listeners and followers that are younger, 
and people that follow me on Twitter that are younger than me, but all the people I associate with are older than me. And <laughs> it creates this like weird dichotomy where it's just like, if I say I feel old on Twitter, everyone says, what the fuck is that? Or if I say I feel old in front of my friends, we're like, listen here, you whippersnapper. Young <laughs> miss. Young lady. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, am I reading this next one or are you reading the next one? I think. Uh, yeah, you're reading this one. <laughs> okay. This is from number two. Oh, excuse me. Number two. We're not at three yet. So we're still good. Okay. This is from Skywalker Ranch. Pronouns he, him, dear, jazzy, wazzy, and Fonny Fobani. Uh, I have recently been yeeting myself back out into the local uh, Little's kink community, but I've been having difficulty interacting with folks as it's very tightly knit. Is there a way I can sagger ABDL swagger? I hate that. <laughs> my way into the local community uh, to better make friends or am I uh, just going to have to make friend, make like a good bottom and take the abuse until I am eventually respected as a member of the community. Always looking to flex Skywalker Ranch. So what I've discovered over the years is that from being on both sides of it is that it is incredibly difficult to break into someone else's friend circle. And the best way to do it is to form your own friend circle around you. And then that way the relationships are more genuine and you can be less exclusive and less gatekeepy. And it sounds really difficult, especially on a local level. And it is, um, but I found that it is a lot more rewarding over the years. And with my friend circle, who unfortunately I'm no longer friends with post uh, my last breakup, they I was friends with them for like a decade. And there were multiple people who we were kind of acquainted with that would be like, how do I get into the inner circle? Literally using that verbiage. And in that moment, I just felt so like uncomfortable because I felt like this person is trying to get into my space. And also I simultaneously felt like I am a gatekeeper. So I think the best advice I can give you is like, if you see like, especially like a whole community, if the whole community is very tight knit and exclusive, they may not be very fun people to hang out with. Even if you are like, in that inner circle. Like we were talking about mean girls earlier in the show. Um, I would say like, definitely try to like make your friends, make your own friends go to the events and hang out with them. Because what's going to happen is if you turn up to one of their events with your people, they're going to be like, Hey, who are they? They look like a circle. We need to assimilate. Boom. All of a sudden mitosis. <laughs> there you mitosis. go mitosis one person to do. <clears throat> uh, talking stick yeah I've had to do this a couple of times where it's like oh how am I going to network with these people um, and it's really easy to see them as like this tight knit community who want absolutely nothing to do with you but uh, it's just because you're new 
is just because they don't know what to expect from you. Um, they haven't had a conversation with you and been like, oh, yeah, you are cool. And like, especially in kink communities, it's super easy to be like, everyone's a predator before you get to know them, right? Because mm-hmm. um, unfortunately, sometimes it's true. Sometimes people are predators. Um, so you just kind of have to like be around for long enough that they see you as a safe person. And whenever you are able to have conversations with them comfortably, um, just kind of like be interested in what they're saying and try to just like remember just little things. Don't be super creepy and like remember everything about them and be like, oh yeah, I remember that your favorite colors are uh, colors are pink and you love carnations and like don't like just regurgitate what you know back at them. Just like kind of keep little things tucked away and be like, oh, I remember that you really liked teddy bears. That's super cute and stuff like that. And eventually they'll be like, huh, this guy's all right. And it'll become like a a two-way street where like, you know, you kind of get in there. And sometimes you have conversations with people and you find out that you didn't want to be friends with them anyways. So you just have to be around long enough to figure that one out. Mm -hmm. So just keep going. Literally, Just appreciate... No, I interrupted you again. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I'll bonk you with the talking stick. Um, So, yeah, I would just say, like, go to their events and say thank you for putting on this event and just keep showing up. Yeah, everything Fonnie just said. And the image in my head that I had um, when you said remember little things was, do you remember the episode of The Office where Michael takes out the Rolodex for each and he has a card for each of his clients and on the back of it, it's like, how are your flip three kids and wife named Rebecca doing? Yeah. <laughs> and it's just like, that's the image that immediately came to my mind. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, it doesn't need to have to be anything like that. It's just, just like one thing per person is fine. Like, oh, that's Nicole, and Nicole loves shoes. Nicole loves shoes. Cool. Sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, do we have any closing thoughts on that one? I just want to say, Ganbate, Sky. You can do it. You can do it. Do your best. And then we have time for one or two more. So do you want to pick from one of the remaining questions and then the rest of them we can do next week? Uh, Sure. Okay. So we've got a short one, a very long one, a kind of longish one. All the way up to you. This is me just filling dead air. So please don't feel like you need to respond to these words. Hi, chat. How's it going? Good. (laughs) I'm just trying to pick one that's not going to go too deep at the moment. Kind of want to stay fluffy. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's like you're saying, chat, 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 chat. Yeah, now it's your turn to to keep everyone occupied. I had to do that earlier when your internet cut out. Oh, you know what? This is fair. In my very brief stint as a Twitch streamer, I was so scared about having to fill dead air because I come from, you know, an an audio and a broadcast background and the whole like dead air is dead you mentality. It's just like, I have to keep talking about literally everything. And that was the most stressful two hours of playing Yu-Gi-Oh on my computer in my life. Cause I am going to summon this card. <laughs> Funny. Are you done yet? Yes, I am. I'm on the slide that I want to do. Oh, thank God. 
I'll <laughs> I was done like a minute ago, but you know. Okay. It's good that you caught up. Good work, yes. Jazzy. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Uh, I'm going to read out the one from Bria who asks, oh, Bria is she, her, who asks, dear A5 Jazzy, you and a side of Fawny salad. Okay. Uh, if you had, if all you had was an unlimited supply of adult diapers, how would you use them to create world peace? The diaper can be environmentally friendly friends or not from Bria. So I'm going to go with definitely environmentally friendly. Um, but Mm -hmm. so if I had an unlimited supply, that means that I have literally a potentially endless, I'm going to go with like a magically endless supply of diapers and this is a thing that only as the question stipulates if i had oh wait if all i had was an unlimited supply it sounds like i'd be able to mint and create scarcity over my own currency oh my god i know (laughs) I, i could create a country in which this is the entire breadth of the economy and it can be regulated and centrally planned. Do you see where I'm going with this? Yes. Okay. So hold on. Let me just, uh, let me just uh, pull something. Let me just pull something, something up here. Oh, Spotify's taking so long. Here we go. Pull that up. Please play. The joke is oh, getting boy. stale. Please, please. Oh, <laughs> Okay, I know what's going to happen. You I'm know not ready for it. Oh, I know. Is it because the internet is down? Good Lord. Why How long is your Spotify list? Oh, no, I'm just trying to pull it up because my fucking internet is doing the thing again. I'm probably going to edit this out. Oh. <laughs> to create more like consistency with the joke. Here we go. Oh, no, this is a cheese commercial. <laughs> oh my god this is what you're for this is this is, this is my penance for making a stupid fucking joke oh come on it's almost done okay no more sargento there we go so comrades <laughs> here we are assembled once more to talk about the wonderful centrally planned committee and centrally planned economy of jazzistan thank you for coming to this party meeting with an endless supply, we would be able to have everyone petted forever for the people and by the people. <laughs> I can just keep going. <laughs> and this is how I achieve world peace is by creating an economy based on nothing but this, where everyone has everything that they are, that they need and are able to trade on a global stage. <laughs> We'd solve world hunger. We'd solve strife. We would solve the Israeli and Palestinian conflict. Everything. For the glory of Jazzistan. <laughs> That's all I got. Thank you for the TED Talk. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> that was quite interesting. <laughs> that was so glad worth it. I'm yep. glad we went there. Yep. We sure did. We sure did. Okay. I don't know if I can follow up. Um, <laughs> honestly, I mean, that was just perfect. Thank you. But perhaps we can talk about something completely fantastical that I would not 
actually recommend on any level because I know that it's kind of not morally kosher. Um, Mine isn't morally kosher either. Absolutely everyone would go through regression and re-education. Go off, comrade. Yes. Well, let, let me get the let me get the anthem out for you. Okay, go. go. <laughs> You're your state ordered diapers. It's time for your re education. No, keep going. <laughs> keep going. I think keep that going. was about the end of like. Okay, so I'm the boss. I'm the head honcho. I'm the mommy, if you will, of this uh, new world order. Um, and my re education would start from like pre-preschool like everyone's back in diapers and you all have to go through the grade system again learning how to be friends and that's that's most of it is learning how to be friends and how to think critically so it's like kindergarten 12 times over i like it and then and the education is free as well like it's provided by the state yes yeah and then afterwards uh people are kind of free to do what they choose and I know that a lot of people are going to want to, you know, get their hands dirty and work on projects for the state. And other people are going to be more content learning and thinking and sharing their knowledge with others. So it's going to be, you know, needs will be filled where they where they are. Duh, and diapers, of course. Of course. Mm-hmm. Well said, comrade. I, that's it. <laughs> well said, comrade. It was- it was so hard to keep going with that. I was like, but I think regression and re-education was the be-all and end-all. I love it. And now I've probably put uh, a, a big fantasy in a couple people's heads. Sorry about that. Can you just imagine just like... <laughs> I mean, I absolutely can't imagine it because you have drawn Jesse in a tricone with a sickle and hammer. Mm-hmm. But just like... <laughs> your state mandated diapers. Here you go. Delivered straight <laughs> to your DACA. <laughs> oh my You're God. Welcome. Thank you. <laughs> we just went down such a rabbit hole. Bonnie, we got to wrap the show up. here. <laughs> we got to yep. wrap the show up. Where can people find you? They can find me on the internet and sometimes in my house. Um, <clears throat> But you can usually find me at my, my usual handle, Fauna ABDL, on a couple of different websites. Uh, my favorite ones to use right now are Twitter. So you can find me at Twitter slash Fauna ABDL. And you can also find me on Patreon, where you can give me a couple of dollars here and there, um, which really, really helps me. I'm really hoping to get this full-time job coming up. But in the meantime, I live on not a lot of money. So my Patreon is very appreciated. Um, it's patreon.com, uh, I think, slash audioEDL. I'm going to have to double check that one. But you can find them on Jazzy's website where the podcast also is. And I do have to say, uh, Fonny's Patreon is tied for first with being the best way to support the show. Um, the art that you post there is amazing. And also, I can't think of a better person for people to throw their money at, if I'm being quite honest. Thank you. You help pay for dresses that I have to maintain. Yes, on maintenance day, as it were. Yep. And as always, I have been your host, Jasmine Starshine. You can find me on Twitter at Lil Jazzy Baby. My email is uh, dearjazzypodcast at gmail.com. 
I'm trying to think if I'm really active on other social medias. I guess Discord I'm super active on. That's Jasmine mm-hmm. Starshine 0001. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to think if there's anything else I need to plug apart from the Do you website. still talk about Camp Buddy? We do still talk about Camp Buddy is a beautiful erotic visual novel with over 50 to 70 hours of content. Fonny, did you know that they're working on DLC right now? Even more DLC? Even more DLC. You used that, to be That's able, amazing. It is a Boy Scout themed, everyone is 18, uh, gay erotic visual novel where you play as the scouts and you fuck each other. But the DLC, you play as a scout master and you fuck the other scout masters. And it's so good because they're hung like horses. And it's just, oh my God, it's so good. Um, you can check out Camp Buddy on at oddswithgod.com slash Camp Buddy to use our affiliate links to check out the demo and the info and buy the game, which gives us a little bit of kickback to support the show. Oh, duh, Fonny, we have merch. We do. We do have merch and it's fantastic because you and Juice and other community members like Raystar have contributed to the merch store and half of the proceeds, half of the profit goes to the artist what Mm. indeed so and eventually we're gonna get that uh that can of jazz beans up on the website right yes right yeah (laughs) i want a sticker of that can of jazzy's toe beans i want a sticker of that can on my laptop yes i want uh i can actually show you exactly where i want i'm going to take you on a trip here on the camera oh (laughs) shit it's hooked on the mac Uh uh-oh Wait, Uh I'm a professional. Here we go. I'm going to put it right here. There we go. I'm a professional. (laughs) I probably look (laughs) great in the fish islands. There we go. Okay. And last but not least, Dear Jazzy is an at oddswithgod.com production. Please visit us online at at oddswithgod.com where you can check out my Patreon, Fonny's Patreon, my links, her links, all of our links all the links and how to support the show through merch through camp buddy through our patreons through everything thank you so much for listening every single download does a great deal in helping us like get higher up on the algorithm and in the podcast game so thank you so much um we just passed 10,000 downloads not too long ago um thank you so much to everyone for that and we can't wait to do 10,000 more downloads um that's all I got. I've been Jasmine Starshine. Been funny ABDO. And we will see you next time. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Yeah. No, I've got a, a good friend of mine that uh, alludes to going for a ride on Mr. Bear. <laughs>